What's up guys? You are on the air and off the books with Beth Ann and Samantha and today we are going to be discussing books. What? It's a shocker. <laughs> we, yeah. we each read a book I this past this week. Book. Okay, she didn't finish the book. What? Did you fin- <laughs> I did finish my book, yes. Oh, I didn't realize you'd finished it already. Yeah. Oh. Yep, done. Denzo Dodgers. Denzo Dodgers. So I read, okay, I read, um, it's, it's the first book in what is going to be an incredibly awesome series, um, the Autumn Crow High series. The book is called Fresh Hell. I didn't know it was a series either. Yes. Oh. It's, he's a newer author, I believe. Oh, I didn't know that um, either. So. Didn't I recommend this book and knew none of that? Yes. <laughs> this book gave me all of the fear street vibe nostalgia and i was obsessed with it and i think that he's going to be like the new arl stein it was really really good it gets a lot of great reviews yeah it's got a 4.5 on goodreads and a 4.7 right now on amazon which is fantastic for goodreads because goodreads is savage as heck and it's only ratings. 312 pages so it was like it was a very easy and fast read just like the Fear Street books it's are. It's almost a novella length. I think, yes. I think online it actually says 240, but it just depends on what, like, edition and copy you're reading. Yeah. So, and, it, and it's got a great cover. Yeah, it's very 90s. Yes. And the time period is also 90s in the book. So oh, it's even better. That's, okay. That Yeah, that's definitely straight up your alley. Well, go All right. me, you know. I'm going to read you, like, the little overview. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to read you like the little, okay, I'm going to read you the whole thing. In the Autumn Crow High series, author Cameron Chaney takes you back to a town where every night is Halloween while paying tribute to the young adult horror boom of the 1990s. School is back in session at Autumn Crow High. Will the class of 1994 survive long enough to graduate or will the cursed town of Autumn Crow devour them all? Bailey Hagen is plagued by nightmares, blood-soaked visions of a boy seemingly from another time. He's so handsome, so dark. So deadly. (laughs) When Bailey returns to school in the fall, she is horrified to learn that the boy from her dreams is real and is attending Autumn Crow High. Are Bailey's dreams a warning? Some kind of premonition? Or has the boy truly escaped her nightmares? Only time and murder will tell. It's almost like the older Arl Stein. Oh, did you say Fear Street? Fear Street, yeah. Yeah, like the older ones. Because, like, the Goosebumps isn't quite like this. No, this book is very, like, 90s gore. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. slasher-esque? Yes. Does it have, like, the murder mystery elements in it, too? But Kind of, yes. Kind of? Just more slasher? Yeah, so it starts with um, Bailey, she's dreaming, and I loved, like, the first, like, the dream sequence. So, basically, every night she goes to sleep, she dreams that she's, like, dying. Like, she's being, like, oh. brutally, like murdered slash like obliterated by a cement sidewalk and so like and then like the description the descriptions are so good like she'll she'll be like I hit the ground and like I could feel my brain oozing and I'm staring straight forward and she like explains what she's like seeing oh wow and so like in her dream she always sees this boy and this boy ends up showing up at her school. Dun, dun, dun. But the only difference is 
the in her dream he's got bright blue eyes and in at school he's got brown eyes hmm. which is the whole entire mystery but so they have this they have this thing at their school where they school dances are forbidden oh because in i i think it was like in the 19th i think it was 1978 mm-hmm. there was this big school dance it was prom and every single person at the prom disappeared what vanished like and the only thing they found was one girl like murdered in the basement what yeah what oh wow so it's like a supernatural thing too yeah it's definitely like ghosty huh ghosty vibes that's interesting yeah. That is a huge twist. It does it ex- well, don't it, don't tell me. If you if any of you have watched the Fear Street trilogy yet on like Netflix, it reminds me a lot of that because like in the book there are these like ghosts from the past that keep popping up and they just keep like following all the main characters around. Oh. Yeah. That sounds really good. Yeah, cuz the Netflix ones are. I tried to watch the first series, oh, and it was that. so like slasher. It, it's very slasher cheesy. Yeah, but like I love it. So I think you would really like this book, though. Okay, I'm gonna try it then. It's like your like cheesy '90s slasher horror. Okay, but I'm gonna have to try it. It's for not. Sure. It's not cringy. It's just you know, just the, the good vibe. things about it. Yeah, yeah, the vibes right now because. 90s is, like, where it's at lately. People are so, like, are grasping to try to find that 90s hit again. Like, yeah, I don't know. People are falling over themselves, like, looking for that same feel. Mm-hmm. So this is, like, perfect for that right now. Yeah. I think, I think that it's going to be a really, really good series. And I'm, like, super sad that I have to wait. And who's the author again? Cameron Chaney. Do we have it on um, Libby Overdrive? So, I don't know if we have it on Libby or Overdrive, but we did order it, so we will be getting that physical copy. Um, I should check if we have it. So, it's a new release. So, you guys come in. It's a young adult new release. It will will be. Um, It'll be on our shelves. You'll be able to find it that way. Um, And then I'll do some snooping. Well, actually, I think Samantha's going to do some snooping right now. I... Dare I say that it was one of my favorite reads of 2023. Oh, wow. That is a pretty serious... I mean, not better than Fourth Wing, obviously, but... I was going to say, like, that's a pretty serious, like... Okay, I will classify it as one of my favorite novella slash short novels of 2023. Huh. How many of those did you read, though? I think a few. Mm. Okay. I consider, like... 450 pages and under. That's my classification. Oh my gosh. That is so long. What, like, what is this book that I'm getting ready to talk about? How long is it? And I love, okay, so a little bit. Okay, this doesn't even qualify. We do not have it on Libby or Hoopla, but I'm going to request it. Yes, I was about to say, if you don't request it, I will so that I can read it. But, well, not that you guys should know this, but I probably would just buy it because it's only five dollars, is it? Yeah. An Amazon read. But I really I wanted to read it and you know, we usually keep the co- podcast to like 
books that we have at the library or on Livia or Hoopla. So I was like, Brittany, our YA librarian, I was like, order this, please. And she was like, of course, darling. She did it just like that. She did. (laughs) And she, you know, she ordered it because she's... She's the best. She's the real, real. The real, real MVP. Yeah. That technology. So another thing that I really liked about this book is that the main character that it starts out with is not the main character throughout the entire book. And so it kind of switches up because... And you hate that. Spoiler alert. um, It switches up because the main character gets, like, brutally murdered. And she becomes, like, one of, like, the ghosts. Huh. Yeah. Well, hopefully that doesn't ruin it for me, Samantha. Yeah. (laughs) No, that's... It's not, like, a spoiler. A big deal. No. Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. That's pretty intriguing. But I can't say anything else because Beth Ann's going to read it. Yes, I am going to read it. I think you could solidly finish it in two days. Oh, God. You really think I could? Yeah. It's it's a really <sighs> fast and easy read. Okay. 10 out of 10 for I've me. been um, struggling getting through this last book so far of Dungeon Crawler Carl because I don't want it to end. So you're like... So it's taking me triple time to get through it. And I don't even want to finish it because I'm so sad. Because it's only taken me a week to read each one of those, and they're like 700 pages apiece. Dang. I know. I really flew through those. What are you going to do? I'm going to cry. But there's a... Is this the last one? No. This is this is the last one he's written. But he released it this year, so I don't know when it's going to come out. It, they're projecting... He's projecting it'll come out sometime next year, the 7th. Got it. But that could be December. You know what I mean? And right. like... Tra- that's just, just tragic. Come on, so, whatever your name is, come Scott. Come on, Matt Denman. Matt. <laughs> Scott. Matt. <laughs> come on, Scott. Come on, Scott. Whoever you are. Yeah. So, I am a, I am not a one-book reader like Samantha. I Okay, I haven't been a one-book reader like this oh, last really? end of the year. No, I've, I'm reading like three books right now. Oh, so. okay. Share. Um, I'm reading, if I'm rereading... House of Sky and Breath, second book to the Crescent City series, um, in preparation for House of Flame and Shadow, which comes out January 30th. Um, Also, I am reading Aragon. I am like 54% in. Um, It's a slower one for me because it's... High fantasy. High fantasy, and it's also like juvenile fiction. Yes, it is. Is it juvenile fiction or is it young adult? I think it's classified in both. Oh, wow. I think both collections we have. Aragon. You're wanting to read, is it Murtog? Yes. I'm wanting to get to that point. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, what, five books Aragon is? Uh, Aragon's four? Four. Then this five. would be book five for Murtog? Murtog. I think. Um, I don't know. I read that so long ago, I don't remember anything about it. I read it like when it first showed up. It It's really good. And then I told a friend that I was... Um, watching the movie and they were like turn that off what are you doing yeah the movie was <laughs> what are you doing Garbo. apparently committing a federal crime yes <laughs> the movies aren't that great but he i don't know he's written a whole bunch of different things up until that point but he's one of the most uh i don't know he's really popular fantasy writer and then I am also reading, um, oh, 
I'm I'm getting ready to reread Zodiac Academy because book nine is coming out in April and they're pretty hefty. So I've got like eight and a half books to read before April. There's like eight and then eight and a half. Oh, gotcha. Yes. So you're going to reread all of them? Yeah. My goodness. You're a serious rereader. I know. Well, I'm turning into one. I did not used to be like that. I would not reread a book, but... I read I reread Vampire Academy and then um what else did I reread? Oh, I'm rereading House of Sky and Breath. And you which, reread Akatar. Okay. I yeah, I did reread Akatar, but House of Sky and Breath, I'm not going to lie, like I'm going to get hate for this, but I definitely read to like page maybe like chapter 10 and then I was like I can't take it anymore and I had to skip to the end cuz I knew what was coming and I just needed to read it. Oh, dang. And I didn't read anything between the... Oh, no! <laughs> so I'm doing, like, a reread slash first read. You know, it's fine. You know, it's, it can be both at the same time. <laughs> the anticipation was too much. I could not wait. So um, I did spoil the ending for myself, but I will, like, probably have the same reaction rereading it again. That's serious business. And I'm still stuck in the middle of Throne of Glass. I'm not liking it as much, but people say the book that I'm on is where it really starts taking off. So I'm going to try. I hate that. I hate I hate it when people tell me you just have to get through the first two books and then it's gonna yeah, be great. Yeah, because it's like why why do why do you torture yourself to get to book four? Yeah. Why do you, like, do this? Is it? Because there's so many other things to read. My, so my really, TBR is, is, I can't even complete it in the afterlife. Like, that's how big my TBR is. Yeah, so Why really, like, time? the first three books just need to be a lot better. Yeah, like, do better is what you're saying, yeah. And yeah. why would I try to endure that? No hate on Sarah J. Mass, but, like, that was her first series and she was 16, so, like, I get it. But, like, also, I don't get the fans that are like, it's the best. No. It's, no. The last you know four books, too much. the last four, five books are the best. No offense That's what you to mean. all the weapons of mass destruction out there, but yes. I just, I don't know, I'm not on that hype train. I did start Crescent City, and I don't mind it. I think that you're, what, like, how far are you? I mean, I'm not far enough to really give you a lot. It <sighs> took, like, to page 100 for me oh my for God. it to take off. <laughs> But it, it's a it's a beefy boy. It's like six hundred it pages. It's a very large fantasy. And then I, it's like, I'm finding that like very strong, driven female characters who don't take no crap from people. I don't like them. I hate <laughs> I hate them all. Which is surprising because you think that you would like that. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't care about it. You're too much for me, lady. <laughs> <laughs> and this book is very heavily. She's very heavily women focused. And, you know, you know, more power to... What is it? Girl power? Yeah. I I'm just am not her. <laughs> she likes uh, male character. I love male, uh, male leads. Very strong male leads. Um, and, you know, I don't know. Judge me. Whatever. Sue me. I don't care. <laughs> don't, don't sue her. <laughs> Please don't sue me. I don't have the money. So you're not getting anything. <laughs> you can have her entire pen collection. Um, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> That's a no from me, ladies and gentlemen. I will say that I think that House of Flame and Shadow, the third book in the Crescent City, um, I, I think it's going to be five, four books, five books. I think there. I don't know. I think five. All I'm not I sure. Know is that I think it's going to be amazing. The Stormlight Archive releases next December on a Tuesday. What? Stormlight 
five, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get there so I can start it as soon as it comes out. Brandy Sandy. Brando Sando. The first cycle, the first part of the Stormlight Archives will be finished because it's a ten book series. Dang. Yeah, he's like ninety seven percent finished. He announced the other day. So my problem lately is is that I I read a billion books in November and was like on a like reading uphill swing and the December started and I was doing really good reading every day and I think I finished one book this month and now I'm in a really big reading slump but I'm also reading 850,000 different books and I'm writing a blog about reading the first five chapters of five books maybe that's (sighs) why you're in the slump is because you're overwhelming yourself with five books I want, but the problem is, is that I don't want to sit down and focus on any one of them. I want to read them all. Well, and I also, feel like Fourth Wing should be your first priority, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's I just I am going to read that. <clears throat> that is on my list you have You can't not read it because... Oh, I'm going to read it. We have to, me, you, and Justin, and Ben, if he ever starts listening to the graphic audio... He said he was going to. ...have to have a podcast on yeah, it. Yeah, that's going to be the best podcast you're ever going to be I feel like it's going to be... show up that day. Me, like, sobbing because you Crying and Ben Crying in the like background, it. rocking back and forth, and us cackling Because I will take it, like, personally because it's my, like, <laughs> heart and soul. Yeah, I it's like Justin it's will like back me up. Justin not liking Dungeon Crawler Carl. I mean, he liked it, but he didn't like it as much as I wanted him to cuz it's yeah. not quite his like aesthetic isn't the right word. People but. describe it as like a bro book. Like it if is. you're a bro, read then this is the it is. And I Which thousand percent funny. unfortunately am a bro. <laughs> It's funny that Ben would like that, though, because he's usually not, like, you know, not for that bro, like, the bro vibes. He really liked the first one. He gave it a five out of five. And then the, 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 I think he's on book four, and it's it's been going down steadily. Oh, really? Yes. He's giving it a shot because I've pestered him so badly about it, and I apologize, Ben. Not really, but here's your apology. (laughs) (laughs) And here's me revoking it. And here's me taking it back immediately. Um... It's just such a fantastic read, and but a thousand percent, it is male humor, potty humor. It it is inappropriate sometimes, and I don't like a lot of those things. But if you get offended, over- don't read it. Yeah, don't read it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're easily offended, it's not for everybody, and I am very selective with who I recommend it to because I know that like Samantha, I would never recommend it to Samantha. She would hate it. It's just not her style. Like it's just not something that she would want to read. But if you really like humor, if you really like sci-fi, D&D, watching video games, playing video games, stuff like that, like, it's really something that you should try, especially if you're a man. (laughs) (laughs) But, because she's right, it's definitely a book for, by, written by a man for men. I mean, there is female representation and stuff like that in it, but I just think it's fantastic. And I think it's just one of the best things I've ever read. And so... You heard that here, folks. So when she gets on the podcast in a month saying that she's read the best thing she's ever read, I'm going to be like, no, you're a liar. <laughs> she's going to be like, that's Fourth Wing. Um, but, yeah. yeah, that's my plan to read Fourth Wing in January, and I want to f- get halfway through Crescent City soon. But um, I'm halfway through the sixth book of Dungeon Crawler Carl series, and I've stopped reading because I don't want to finish it because I'm sad that it's ending. And I have to wait Dear. for book seven. Um, so I decided I was going to talk about Starter Villain today by John Scalzi, I think is how you say his name, or Scalzi. I am actually not quite sure. I'm sorry, John. But if you know 
any he wrote red shirts um which is a like a satire of um star trek and that's also on my to be read for 2024 and then kaiju preservation society was one of the most amazing books i've read as well he does he writes science fiction so well and he's also humorous and so this book just came out this year um and it's got an amazing cat in a suit on the front and how could you not want to read this book and the top of it says meet the I, new boss i got that book came on like the holds list and i picked it up i was like this is either for justin or bethann it's for both of us let's be honest and i was right yeah uh we're both gonna read it actually justin Got this on hold and wrote a, a sticky note on it. Said, "Found this for you," and put his initials on it. And said, "On my desk." <laughs> and I was just like, <gasps> "Yes, I was a fool for not asking for this as an arc," um, because I've read a couple pages. And do you love it? I am absolutely in love already. It's so funny. The dude is literally watching the news on his iPad, making peanut butter toast, which made me really crave peanut butter toast this morning. And it's me. And he's having a conversation with his cat, Hera. Okay. Which is also you. Which is also me. Okay, listen. This is the book for me. So let me read the synopsis for you. The little snakey peek. Snackety-packety. Yes. (laughs) Inheriting your uncle's supervillain business is more complicated than you might think. Particularly when you discover who's running the place. Charlie's life is going nowhere fast. A divorced substitute teacher living with his cat. All he wants is to open a pub downtown, if only the bank will approve his $3.4 million loan. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> then his long-lost uncle, Jake, dies and leaves his supervillain business, complete with island volcano lair, to Charlie. But becoming a supervillain isn't all giant laser death rays and lava pits. Jake had enemies, and now they're coming after Charlie. His uncle might have been a stand-up, old-fashioned kind of villain, but these are the real but these are the real thing. His uncle might have been a stand-up, old-fashioned kind of villain, but these are the real thing. Rich, soulless predators backed by multinational corporations and venture capital. It's up to Charlie to win the war his uncle started against a league of supervillains. But with unionized dolphins, hyper-intelligent talking spy cats, and a terrifying hench person at his side, going bad is starting to look pretty good. It's a dog-eat-dog world. Be a cat. Bro. Okay. Yes. All right. What? Oh, my God. This is the best book ever. Okay. (laughs) I have, like, crickets happening in my brain. Dude, going from reading Dungeon Crawler Carl, where one of the main characters is a freaking cat, okay? Donut, because I'm a donut hole. Listen. Princess Donut. What? That's her posse, man. I'm a princess posse. Princess Donut, the queen of the You're a donut hole? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I have a pin in everything. Oh, no. Donut is my favorite. (laughs) And so now... Charlie's boss is a freaking cat in a suit that talks. Would you call yourself a Charlie's angel? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) This is going to be one of the best books I read, and I'm absolutely going to finish it. Um, I'm only technically supposed to read up till chapter five of this book, but I am absolutely... Are you reading it together like you and Justin? No, I think this is the only... Because he's reading Gravity's Rainbow right now. Oh, you are only reading up to chapter five because you're doing it for your blog post? Correct, which is already too long. I'm going to have to cut some things. But 
I think it's an interesting blog post. Nobody's probably going to read that one, but I like it. <laughs> yeah. So this is definitely going to be a laughing good time. And I'm finding, as I've read a lot this year, that I really love humor mm -hmm. and science fiction fantasy. And I just didn't know that about myself. <laughs> it's so odd. I, I don't understand. And, in you know, Ben is right. I do read a lot of things about cats. You do. You're a crazy cat lady. I am. It's I'm fine. not ashamed of that. Don't be um, ashamed. And my character in my game that we are playing is a cat. cat. She's a snow leopard, not a cat. Which, and she's amazing, but she gets herself into stupid situations all the time. And is I, a cat. Makes me kind of mad, huh? Which is a cat. It's but, a type of cat, I guess. we won't talk she's about that. She's a feline. We won't talk about that. No, we won't address that. Um, and so I think you guys should pick this up with me. Um, if you really like a good laugh, um, this is going to have a different tone than Kaiju Preservation Society. That was way more science fiction. If you really love Godzilla, that's for you, and I love Godzilla. Um, and it's such a scientific take on if Kaiju were real. And I was down for it as Samantha yawns, as I thought. <laughs> uh, Samantha has, like, had two sips Left of coffee. Left the building. <laughs> Samantha was struggling this morning. <laughs> um, coffee line was way too long at the yeah at the old. Junk I was East. not about to wait like that. Um, but I think that if I can't get this read here, I'm going to ask for this book for Christmas and read it because I think it's going to be fantastic. You're going to ask for Starter Villain. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm going to definitely put a lot more of his other things on. Like I said, I'm going to read Red Shirts because I also love Star Trek. I'm just one of those guys, you know. I'm going to get you, like, a life-size, like, stuffed animal of a cat that's wearing a suit. I for your cry. birthday. <laughs> like, a, just a body pillow. Sob. That's why I like dragons, because dragons are just cats that breathe fire with wings. <laughs> Accurate. True. You but. Get, you heard it here, folks. Yes. So pick this up, because I want to know what you think about it. If you like humor and things like that, read them with me. Just help me come with me on this journey as I find myself as a reader yes again because she's discovering I'm her discovering new myself my new reading vibe. tastes my reading vibes reading vibes for 2024 her reading era yeah I'm coming into my um my humor cat era <laughs> sci-fi fantasy bro humor cat era yes <laughs> And I'm really down for that. So this is my recommendation to you today. We have this on um, Libby Overdrive. Um, and we also have it as a physical copy. But you can't have it because I have it. <laughs> and she's never going to return and it. And I'm probably not going to return it unless you put a hold on it. So put a hold on it. Make me return it. And, uh, yeah, read this. We gave you guys two amazing recommendations. Yeah. Autumn Crow High, Fresh Hell, um... Cameron Chaney and Starter Villain, John Scalzi. So pick them up, read pick them. them out. It should, the book that I requested should probably be in around when. Oh gosh, yeah. You're this, listening to this. Um, Maybe probably, not. Yeah, I would say definitely come in. We'll get it soon. in soon. And you can put a hold on you it. You can put a hold on it now, I think. Um, but also, you know what I just noticed is that we just, both of us just recommended books that were about 260 pages. So there you go. At the you end of the year, novella, short yeah. novel readers. If you want to beef up your Goodreads, you know, stats, these are two books that you could add yeah. to that that you can get through quickly that are good reads that will give you those extra points because it's coming to an end, guys. Did no. you complete your Goodreads reading challenge for the year? No. 
You didn't? No, I read too beefy of books. Oh. So you did, but not in... I think I read all half 50 books, and I wanted it to be 120. Oh, 120. Oh, my gosh, Yeah. yeah. Okay, next year I'm really, like, you know... Buckling down. Buckling down. I will do 100. You should, but you should put in... Pepper in... Uh, graphic novels and stuff, dude. I tried. I cannot find a graphic novel that I like. Did you start Made in Abyss yet? No. I'm worried about it. I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to find the book that you gave me. Oh, God. That was an IOL. I mean, I, okay, people. Uh, and we <laughs> we're done. We'll see you next, next time. week. Bye. <laughs>